Welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. We are pleased to bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. We would absolutely love it if you would leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. On with the show. All right. So I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub plus a puppy. And I've been married to my husband for 11 magical years. And I'm Courtney, the working mom to three minions and married to my husband for 12 years. And if we're counting animals at this point, I've got a dog, two cats, a lizard. I think that's it at this point. Just going to (laughs) say. Yes. The Jesus Christ lizard. (laughs) The Jesus Christ lizard. (laughs) All right. Well, this is this is a tough week. What do you what are you up to? Paris, what's going on? Why is it a tough week? Why? Because it's election day today. Today is election day. I mean, the day this is posted is election day. We are yes. still in pre-election day. We're election I, day um, Eve, Eve right now. It is. Right. It is. Yeah. So Eve. tomorrow morning, it's going to be hashtag America. Right? Everybody's going to be all about I America. I am trying to decide if I am going to completely isolate myself from social media. Oh, Lord. Here we Just go. for the day, at least. Why? It's well, fun. I. You and I do not agree on that. First of all, um, I have a pretty busy day at work, though, too. So it'll be easy, I think, to kind of like avoid things until I get home. And then, of course, the news will be on all night long. Hmm. So there's that. This is why I don't have TV. <laughs> well, oh, you don't have cable. Right. I, I, yeah, let's be clear. I'm not Amish or anything. <laughs> Television. What was the size TV that your husband wanted to buy? Oh, like fucking 85 inch. I'm like, the neighbors don't need to see my TV, okay? <laughs> it doesn't need to be a, a movie screen theater. Seriously. Size. Good <laughs> Lord. I'm like, hey, no, we don't need that big of a TV. And he'll probably argue in the car while we're listening to the podcast and be like, yes, I do need that big of a TV. Like, all right, well, just what would be the purpose? I would just look at him and be like, are you getting old? Get glasses. Uh, okay. So I've been wearing my glasses in quarantine. I would say 99.2% of the time. Okay. That point two is pu- important. It is because I've worn my contacts uh, in the last week twice and I can't read things up close. So my husband looks at me and he goes, oh, babe, you're going to have to go back to the eye doctor and you're gonna have to get like the progressive type lenses where they like it's just a different like i'm like like a bifocal for your eyes he goes kind of and i'm like how dare you sir how dare you say i'm getting old (laughs) that's so fucking rude i was like i can see just fine i'm sitting there like squinting like i can't see shit it's horrible but anyways so yeah no voting it's happening it's it's um it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting tomorrow just well, today, when you when y'all are listening to this, today. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, the day after election. Oh, right. Yeah. Well, the days after election, right? Because I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize, like, uh, quite a bit of things, actually, that I've learned this year. But that, you know, that our Constitution and there's, like, different laws that are in place, federal laws that give, like, a lot of time. I think it's up to, like, eight weeks for a state to confirm their electoral votes right they can give like early forecasting basically right but, like at the end they can really like it can get changed 
Right. And I didn't realize how long that could take. I didn't realize that eight week. I think it was that it was six or eight weeks. Maybe it was six weeks. So I feel like it was just over a month or something, but it might have been eight. Um, but anyways, the point being, though, is this it only means a lot. I mean, it means a lot all the time, but it means a, a lot, a lot this year, this election because of mail in voting. How yeah. many people requested absentee ballots? That's a huge number this year that never was before. So it's it's just an interesting whole the whole thing's gonna be an interesting process. It'll be interesting to see like what the news says tomorrow or today. Whatever. I can never so, get a timeline right. <laughs> so I always I and I wonder about this about Courtney. This is why I'm gonna bring it up right now. The word voting um used to be something we giggled about at our last job. <laughs> so funny oh my god because one of our friends at work came in and told us he was listening to the radio and um because they couldn't talk about masturbation right on the radio i forgot about they changed and it was during voting season um they changed the word to voting so when they're on the radio they're talking about well how many how many times do you vote like would you say in an average week and it was just so funny so every time since the, that time yeah. that one conversation anytime somebody mentioned voting all of us would giggle and it was like all of us it was it's so been funny a long time I it's been a long time all about that until you just now mentioned it i had forgotten about it and now of course i'm gonna giggle so thank yeah for that. so every time i was like get in there and vote and i'm like yeah get in there <laughs> get your vote on <laughs> God. Dirty. Anyways, <laughs> so I was ahead of the curve uh, this year, not not the COVID curve, but the um, holiday card curve, and I got my pictures done yesterday. What? Can you believe it? Are you serious? Oh, I'm so happy. That is nuts. I actually am super nervous about this year because I'm <laughs> way behind the curve. My photographer, for whatever reason, I always just do like fall mini sessions yeah for yeah get my christmas card pictures and then make my christmas card she is not offering them until the end of november so we are not getting yeah we're not getting our photos taken until i think the 29th so the 29th of december no november oh so but but you know uh, how it works like you the shipping and everything getting them to you and then getting them out you have to have time to design them well, I'm going to try to figure out, like, the basic design prior and then okay. drop photos in, hopefully. Maybe. Yes, Courtney and I design our own cards. We've passed it. Oh. <laughs> this is this is 100% Paris's fault. Mm-hmm. She got me on this years ago, and now I continue to do it, even though it's a lot of fucking work. It's, so, it is a lot of work, but it's a lot cheaper to do it, it is yourself. cheaper. Yeah. And order it through Overnight Prints. Overnight um, prints. They are not a sponsor. They should be for the amount of money that Courtney Dude. and I spend with them. Every year. But you know, <laughs> the thing year. is about them, and if I if you can do your if you can create your own cards, like design mm-hmm. your own cards and then order postcards from them, the I feel like the quality of card like I always notice it when I get your card versus someone and I'm not dissing any family or friends right now. I love <laughs> you all. Every picture card, every card goes up on my wall. So I'm not saying that I don't Love your cards, but the the quality of paper because uh-huh. ours are technically supposed to be postcards. Yeah, they're thick. 
They're mm-hmm. like a nice quality where like Shutterfly yeah. or something like that is more of a photo paper. Well, I always like am a little bit jelly of the people that go through like minted, which oh, is it I'm costs not spending... you a minted. Right. Okay. It's I'm not so selling nice. my firstborn for holiday cards. Like, right. That's not my idea. I tried time. to do it one year and I and I was like done done with it and I got it all in the cart and I yell across the house, babe, babe. is that okay? (laughs) Oh my god, really? Well, you send send out a shit ton of cards. I don't. Yeah, I think that that year was like 250 cards, so. Yeah, no. I I think I looked at Minted once, and the order that I would have wanted was like 80 bucks. And I was like, I am not doing that. So I... I mean, it's beautiful. The, they the are, quality of the paper, gorgeous. if you get them embossed, it's gorgeous. It Like, no... I mean, no question what you're spending your money on. But to be fair, I don't care how much I love you. I I will keep the card, but it's going to go away as soon as Christmas is over. Yeah, you I don't put it I mean? in a frame. Like, yeah, I, you know, I, I do keep every Christmas card. I will put that out there. Every single one, I stack them together at the end and I put them in a Ziploc baggie because I'm planning on doing something with all of them, you know, in my spare time that I have. <laughs> but um, I do keep every single Christmas card that I get sent. Oh. So, um, and the stories, I, I just, when I decorate the house every year, I bring them out and I flip through them. I just like it. It just, it reminds uh, yeah. me. You I'm know? not, not against it. Yeah, it's cool. So yeah, but um, and I've already started my holiday shopping, which is good. Got your kids taken care of. Done. I know. I have to. Eat. Well, we're gonna have to talk about your cup because I don't know about this year. So, <laughs> and you can send him rocks. I'm not sending him <laughs> rock. Whatever. <laughs> I am not that aunt. We are well aware of that. No, you're not. You're no, good. I'm not. <laughs> so uh, a new thing I've tried. I have hmm. to tell you about. Uh, I bought a weighted blanket. Have you ever tried a weighted blanket before? I, you know, for a while there, I wanted to try it with my son, but, um, cause he was having trouble sleeping mm-hmm. and then I just found out no, he just wants to sleep in my nice bed. That's all that was. <laughs> okay. Oh, so I struggle. <laughs> it's not for my kids. It's for me. I don't sleep well. I just, I just don't like I, if I take some sort of sleeping aid, I feel like crap the next day. So then I'd rather just not sleep so that I don't yeah. feel like crap when I wake up and you know, I always have like this span of time. It's always around like 3 a.m. where I wake up. I'm gonna, I'm awake for an hour or possibly two. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, you know what? Maybe it's something to do with my bed. Maybe I'm not comfortable. Maybe I'm not warm enough. So I bought a weighted blanket. Well, first of all, I don't like the feel of it on my skin. <laughs> so it's made out of it. Well, it's inside of a cover, and one side is kind of a fleecy feel, and the other side's a cool side, and neither, I don't like it, because it's, like, weighed so heavily on your skin, you really mm-hmm. have to like the way it feels. Didn't like it. So I thought, well, this was a waste of money. I can't even fit this thing back in its box, because it was, like, <laughs> compressed. So um, I decided, because I have a blanket that my grams bought me. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing's got to be 16 years old. I'm positive she gave it to me before my first minion was born. Like, it's old. And I refuse to sleep with anything else. So I put the weighted blanket on top of that mm-hmm. um, so that, that I would feel my blanket against my skin. And that helps the skin thing. But I don't really know if it helps. I Maybe mean, it I makes s- you feel trapped. That's why I don't really understand mm-hmm. the weighted blanket thing. Maybe. It, I wouldn't be able to, to do it. it I don't really feel, feel trapped. I don't feel trapped, per se, but... 
I don't know. I just don't see that it's helping my sleep at all. So I'm going to tell you that. I don't, I don't like when my husband's arm. Okay. So, you know, your husband, his arm goes across you. As they fall asleep, that shit gets heavy as fuck. Oh, see, we don't sleep <laughs> like that. I have, I've told you this. We oh. don't sleep like that. We have two sides of the bed, separate right. sides of the bed. I and I, And we sleep with separate blankets. Wow. Oh, yeah, dude. I learned that. And I thought that I was the only one. And I recently saw a post about it in one of my mom's groups. And it is not a very abnormal thing like I thought it was. But we started doing this years ago. My husband, he burritos. He burritos himself. And it does not matter if I'm sleeping next to him. He tries to burrito. So I lose blanket. So I finally said, you know what? Done with this. And on top of that, we can't agree on what type of like... um, Blanket. Like blanket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't decide on what type of blanket we want either. That's not helpful. So, oh, <laughs> yeah. So we sleep with two separate blankets. And My husband used to burrito, but then, you know, I showed up and what, it's kind of hard. We, start... we can't chimney changa this thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't do that. But, you know, um, we start out together. Cuddles time, right? And like he has his arm across me or around me, but then it gets heavy and then I throw it off and then we're, then we go to our separate sides you know what i mean separate corners yeah (laughs) (laughs) yes that might be like too much information for people but i don't know who cares um that's what we're here for all (laughs) sorts of information that you don't want to actually know about anybody or anything we're here Mm. to tell you which reminds me more useful useful information oh guess what we learned about the middle minions gecko the lizard the The jesus christ lizard the jesus christ lizard victor is a victoria I'm yep. sorry, what? Yep. Her name is Vicky now. Oh, She's no. Not a boy. <laughs> oh, no. He's okay with it, though. My minion's okay with it. Yeah, he's he, transgender. We're yeah. all about it. <laughs> he, I he <laughs> totally didn't care. He picked up on starting to call her she and everything like it was no big deal. Because he, he wanted to know. He saw something on YouTube. He was looking up stuff about geckos and this kid that does a lot of lizard stuff on YouTube, I guess, mm-hmm. like gave instructions on how you could check. And it does take a little while before they do show any sort of signs of gender. So we wow. um, we ended up checking. They put her in a clear cage or a little mm-hmm. clear thing and lifted up so I could look underneath. Yeah, she's she's a Vicky. She's so not violating. a Victor. I know, right? And she needs some clothes, man. <laughs> I don't know. Can you know, get her a little skirt. <laughs> She's got to cover. Cover up, Vicky. What are you doing? Yeah, you got to cover yourself. Goodness. Um, <sighs> speaking of sleeping, though. Oh, my God. I hate the time change. Oh. oh. You know, the one thing I will say about the time change, though, that I'm I'm okay with this year is that I don't have to drive in it. Oh, Because I always true. hated that. Going out to true. my car at night. Well, because mm. it's, you know, dark as fuck at five, five o'clock. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> so true. So I'm like, oh, man. And I'm not a good night driver, which I found out if you have astigmatism in your eye, that's why you're not a good night driver. Did you know this? I did not know this. Because your eye, the way, I just learned this, um, the way it's shaped makes lights, headlights really, depending on how how bad your astigmatism astigmatism is, uh, the worse it is, the worse the lights are. Like the crisscross. Yeah. So I was like. Son of a bitch. That's well, why I don't like driving at night. Well, so I had LASIK now. It's been 14 years. So, and yeah. I have, and I still have 20-20 vision, but I have, or had, astigmatism. Astigmatism. I have one of those things, and I don't know if that can be corrected by LASIK or not. I don't think so. So it's just the shape of your eye. Yeah. So I still do have problems with lights when I drive at night. 
And I thought it was because my eyes were going bad again. But that makes more sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I just, I don't like running around at 530 and being like, what time is it? Is it bedtime already? What's going on right right? now? It feels so late right now. It does. I'm like, because we're, obviously we're doing this at night, so. (laughs) I mean, evening. I don't feel like this is nighttime. Like, I feel like I, I could still go to Target right now. Oh, well, I mean, as long as Target's open, I can go anytime. <laughs> it don't matter. Oh, God. All right. Uh, let's so get guess, into our actual yeah. story here. Yeah, let's actually. Why we're doing this. Let's get started <laughs> with the stuff that you guys might actually want to listen to. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so since this week is stressful enough for a lot of us, we decided to keep it light. Of course. Yes. Light means we go with true crime, people. <laughs> so okay so it's not light it's not light but it is one of our obsessions mm-hmm. and since it's um it's actually from my hometown and it's been back in the news recently we're going to cover the murder of Lacey peterson by her husband scott uh quick like details i did find the details for the story um on wikipedia and news sources uh the modesto b and abc news Uh, So, so you know what drives me absolutely bonkers about this case is that husbands really think that they're going to get away with the shit. (laughs) I don't understand. Like, you are literally the main suspect every single fucking time. It's you, buddy. (laughs) Sorry. You know, Courtney finally watched that American murder movie that I told her to watch on Netflix. And both of us were like, really, dude? You were going to try to blame your wife for killing your kids. And that's why you killed her? Shut the fuck up, man. Like, no. Uh-uh. Just be done with you it. You did it. Yes. Just admit it. <laughs> right. You know you did it. Just admit it. Okay, but back to the true crime that is our topic of discussion today. Lacey Peterson. Young, beautiful. I could not wait to be a mother. You know, the story still gives me chills every single time. And I can't believe you grew up in the same town where that shit happened. I cannot believe that. It's like people <laughs> that live in Columbine. Oh, I would move. Okay. Right? The stigma lives forever with these towns. Like you just can't get away with it. They should just shut them down like Chernobyl. I'm, you know, I'm just saying like speaking of toxic things, I had a burrito for lunch today from Roberto's your favorite. <gasps> I know. I know, but okay. So, but it keeps coming back to haunt me. So it's been like burp city ever since. So I apologize if a burp comes out on this. Um, but just remember, it does. It's just as tasty coming back up oh, as wow. it was going in. Wow. So, okay. anyways, back to you, Court. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, I spent the majority of my childhood in Modesto, California, and so when a national headline story comes from there, because there's not really anything else there, you're like, whoa, and it immediately catches my attention. Of course, so there's nothing there. There's not. Well, it's. I mean, there's I mean, things, but it's really. It's, a, I feel like it's a small town. Not anymore. It was when I no. lived there, but like it, I th- at one point I saw in the news that it was uh, the number one city to have your car stolen. Really? <laughs> but yeah, like after I like years after I had moved and I was an adult. But yeah, so uh, the disappearance of Lacey Peterson was all over the news, of course. So on Christmas Eve, uh, uh, 2002, Lacey was reported missing. Uh, it's important to know a few things from that day, though. So just to start out, uh, kind of setting the stage, Scott Peterson told police that the last time he saw Lacey was at 930 in the morning when he left to go fishing. Uh, she had a number of things planned for the day, one being that she was going to walk their dog. But during the time he was gone, and I'm doing air quotes that nobody can see, while he was gone fishing... <laughs> Uh, two neighbors at two different times found the Peterson's dog wandering the neighborhood and returned him back to the Peterson's yard. 
And one of those times the dog actually had a muddy leash on. So clearly somebody was doing something with the dog. Like they put the leash on, but then the dog got out, which is weird. Yeah, you know, this is why I wish our pets could talk because they could tell the entire story. Like, imagine what that dog saw for oh, real. Oh, God. Can you imagine? You can't I, even. I can't. Like, he, he would tell you what happened. <laughs> for realsies. <laughs> but, you know, if she was supposed to walk the dog and she did this, like, every day, what was Scott thinking? Truly. I mean, we know he was not thinking clearly, obviously, but a routine is often noticed by plenty of people, people that you're not even thinking would notice. Um, you know, even when they're not totally paying attention, they still would subconsciously know, you know, like her routine. Like if you know that there's a lady that walks by your window with her dog every day at 9.30, 9.45, and then all of a sudden it's not happening, but you see the dog run by, you're like, wait, where'd the lady go? <laughs> right. <laughs> you oh, know. So actually funny side story that I have to tell you. So uh, my mother-in-law came home mm-hmm. this last week i told you that but she's gone hallelujah oh my god so but she was gone for two months and we don't really know a lot of our neighbors like Mm -hmm. very well i mean we know them by face and not really by name um but my mother-in-law is a smoker i think we've talked about that so she has a little smoke shack that's out in front it's actually a gazebo that my husband built but i call it it's beautiful it is beautiful but that's where she smokes so Mm -hmm. anybody walking by sees her right so one day i was out there doing something and a woman that i don't even know who's a neighbor of ours, but I don't mm-hmm. know her name. I've never had a conversation with her. She stops and says, I was wondering, you know, uh, where your mother is. And I'm like, I'm sorry. And she goes, well, I usually see her out here and she hasn't been here in a while. I think they all thought she died and I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's just out of town. She'll be back. Oh, okay. Just making sure. And I'm just like, I don't even know you. You just want to know if she died. Like, I just, it was, right. the, it was so weird, but people notice, just like you right. said, like yeah. that is a routine. People notice these things. So, um, but here's like the next piece of this timeline that I really wonder about. So Scott Peterson comes home and finds his wife's not there, right? Her car is there. The dog is there that she was supposed to be walking. However, he showers and washes his clothes. Dude, I'm sorry. If you want to look guilty, those are the first steps you take. Like, just my advice to anyone out there, if you shower and wash your clothes before looking for your spouse, you are guilty. That is period. That's the end. <laughs> guilty, yeah. jury, be done. Like that's you did that before you look for your wife that what the hell? Yeah, he was better off like going to like some hotel and doing that. <laughs> right. And burning his clothes or something. You know burning what I mean? Like Yeah. I just yeah, I don't know. Um, but wasn't his excuse that he was fishing and that's why he showered? I don't I don't fully know, but maybe that's why he said he did that. I don't know. No, he did. I, that was why. That was but, his excuse. But to me, that's still not an excuse. But did he catch any fish? I want to know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, then what the fuck are you showering for, motherfucker? You're a loser. You didn't catch shit, okay? In the fucking San Francisco Bay. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't know. I would personally flip out if my husband's car was, like, home and then the dog was there with the leash on, but no one else is there. Like, I would be texting my in-laws. All my neighbors, you guys know. I know all the neighbors. <laughs> I would be texting his work. I'd be checking to, you know, the Find My Husband app. If there's one out there, I would have well, that. Well, there's the find my iPhone, right? It, well, find yeah. my friends, I mean, whatever. Hunt my husband down. I need that app. <laughs> <laughs> but I certainly would be like, hmm, I think I should shower now. Mm, 
and maybe I'll go crazy and shave my legs too. You know, like that's not happening if my husband's missing. I couldn't do that. Like, I'd be like, where the fuck is my husband? I need him. Like, who is going to go buy my groceries? He's the tribute. That's his job. I need him. He's not going anywhere. Oh, God. Um, so according to the Modesto B, it wasn't even Scott who reported Lacey missing. This is another thing. What? Yeah. No, it was her stepfather. Sorry, wow. that's just like a huge red flag to me as well. So according to the news article, it does feel like Scott Peterson was a suspect from pretty much the beginning. As we said, if you're the spouse, you're pretty much it. I mean, but thank God, because if not, I would really wonder what the fuck the cops were doing. Yeah, but okay, so I'm stuck. Like, hold up. I didn't know that. All right. That um, he wasn't the one that like turned or not turned. He wasn't the one that um, reported her missing. No. Like. What? So he didn't even pretend that he cared. Like, you got to pretend, man. You got to go with the whole the whole program at this point. Uh, but he just, for real, didn't give a shit about his wife. And they were married for a while, too, right? Like, I will never understand the mind of a killer, which is probably a good thing, I suppose. Um, you're welcome, honey. I'm not a killer. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> but in Clue, I do. Sometimes I'm the murderer in Clue. But that's it. That's it. It's a board game. I don't, other than that, I'm not really killing nobody. That's um, But it seems like too much trouble to cover that kind of thing up anyway. And the one thing that I just don't get is, do these people not know what divorce is? Like, that it's even an option? I know that a lot of times people view divorce as a massive amount of stress and fighting and whatever else comes with it. But I would think that would be far more fun than prison. I could be wrong. Right. You know, because you can't just go to In-N-Out when you're in prison. That's not Why happening. Why you got to bring up In-N-Out? I'm just saying. Ugh. You can't do that in prison. You know, at least when you go to court and you fucking are fighting with your spouse in divorce court and, you know, fighting over the fucking kids, but you want some animal fries afterwards, boom, you get your animal fries. It's a thing. You yeah. can just get in your car and go yeah. get them. But people just don't, you don't fucking murder your spouse. It doesn't come with In-N-Out or Dairy Queen blizzards. I'm just saying, I'm helping you. Don't do it. <laughs> don't fucking do it. So I'm going to say, actually, they were only married for five years at the time of her disappearance. I think they got married in 1997. Don't say only. Five years is a long time. No, no, no. Not that it makes it okay because it wasn't like double digits or anything. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying (laughs) that they just, they weren't married. I mean, five years is is a long time, but they're not quite to that seven year. Isn't it seven years when people really start to hate each other part or something like that? That's old, by the way. That's old statistic. Seven year itch is no longer a thing. It's the three year scratch. I don't know. Yeah, but this was in 2002. This was 18 years ago. It was probably oh, still seven shit. years at that time. I don't know. Damn, but man. so this is actually the hardest part of the story, if you ask me. Um, and if you don't know the story by now, you wouldn't know. Um, but Paris kind of mentioned it already that uh, Lacey was also seven months pregnant at the time of her disappearance. So you would also think on top of being very worried about where your wife is, your wife is extremely pregnant. Wouldn't you be even more worried? I just don't get Okay, I still can't get over the not worried thing. So when the police arrived at the Peterson home after the report of Lacey missing, they found, and this is kind of weird, um, her keys, wallet, and sunglasses in her purse, which were in a closet. Do you put your purse in a closet? Okay, so I do. Oh. My closet is enormous, though. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I do. I have a little, um, like, catch-all in my closet, Hmm. and I always put my purse in there. I think because secretly in my crazy head... You know, because I live in such a shady neighborhood. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I don't want... I used to leave my purse out in the kitchen, but then I thought, oh, somebody breaks into my house. There it is. Have a good time. It's right there. Now, yeah. I just keep it in my closet, so I just walk my purse into my closet. 
and I keep it there. I don't know. I have a cheese so story. It's not house. a weird thing. It's so not a be, weird thing. It'd be kind of annoying to me because I'd have to go up and down to get my purse. Oh, that's yeah. That, no, no, no. That's no. different. So mine's downstairs on a on a side table. But anyways, uh, <laughs> also the dining room was set for family dinner, so that would mean that she was planning on have serving something. And strangely, the phone book was open on the counter, and it was turned to a full page ad for a defense lawyer. Dun dun dun. The plot thickens. <laughs> like the phone book was just magically open to a defense lawyer. That's not telling at all. But I'm a little confused, though. The table was set for family dinner. Like, for, like it looked like it, like it was set. Yeah, to... but he left in the morning. Right. right. So, well, the question is, like, when, when, when she have done that? Or did he do that? But why? To show that she was there during the day? He knows how to set a table. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean who sure knows? Things have happened. Who I don't knows? know. Um, so Scott Peterson's initial story to the police had actually been that he was going golfing and then it changed and he went to fishing. So I'm not really sure what the deal was with that or why he changed his story, but that's what happened. Um, and there was also a message for Lacey from him, letting him know that he was on the way home from his fishing location, which was about 90 minutes from home. Now, here's something that's strange, and I just, this kind of popped into my head, and i thinking it has been 18, it's 18 years, right? And I can't remember when I got a, my first cell phone that, like, showed me missed calls and showed me time of calls and all that stuff. But when he left the message, he was very specific and told her what time it was. It was something along the lines of, it's 2.15, Lacey, I'm on my way home. Like, he wanted to make sure someone knew what time hmm. he had called. But I don't know, like, thinking about technology at that time, that could have just been him trying to tell her. Like, but obviously, he, he knew she wasn't coming home. So. Listen, lady, listen. Um, our pagers told us what time a page I, came Right, through. it did, so right? I'm pretty sure, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure. I thought it was, mail, yeah. for sure, that was weird. the timestamp on it. Yeah. So the police later told ABC News in 2017 that they immediately suspected Scott Peterson because he was ridiculously calm. Obviously, the shower helped. Um, and, he, and he never asked <laughs> Maybe questions. he was voting in the shower. <laughs> Maybe he was voting in the shower. <laughs> um, he had never asked questions like uh, when they would call him or like for their contact information. Nothing. I'm sorry. But if my husband was missing... I'm going to be frantic. I mean, as much as he irritates me some days, I'm still going to be panicked wanting to know that the police are doing everything possible. Like, I'm going to freak out. But he was not. He was super calm, didn't give a shit. Same. Same. I Now, I, I would lose my mind if I had no idea where he was or that something horrible had happened to him. It's human, in my opinion, to worry and have compassion for another human being, but especially it being your spouse or a family member or your friends. I know, you know, that no two people think alike obviously but that compa- that compassion side of you if you don't have that you definitely have some mental problems you need to work through you know with this before you murder your wife before you go murder your wife again just divorce, divorce right no totally. you know fuck so pretty quickly they started looking for Lacey's remains in nearby bodies of water that scott had may have been at so january 16th a relative of Lacey tells police that Scott Peterson had an affair on his wife and took out a $250,000 life insurance on Lacey. Of course, Scott Peterson denies these allegations because, I mean, <laughs> don't they all? Like, they all just deny all allegations. Yeah, who's going to give up that information? I mean, he's not smart. 
but he's definitely not just going to give that information up. Right. So, you know, my husband and I both have life insurance policies, um, but I'm pretty sure that your spouse has to be made aware of any policies, even if they're not present. Um, I thought they had to sign off on that kind of thing, but I'm not a lawyer or an insurance person. So maybe I'm totally wrong. So somebody out there is probably listening. If you are cool, thank you for listening. (laughs) And they're probably like, this bitch is totally wrong. Thank you. Thank you. Nobody else can hear you, though. It's me. Ha, ha, ha. Anyways. Um, but <laughs> I just literally had an argument with myself. You can email us the facts. We won't promise to read them. <laughs> but, I mean, did he really think having an affair and then getting insurance money was going to solve all his problems? I mean, what was it? 250000 Is that what you said? Yeah. That ain't going to last very long. Okay? No. It's just not. You know, people think that that's a lot of money. It's not. Um, You know, he just didn't play the part very well enough to pull this whole thing off. He really should have just divorced her and then let her have his fortune. Oh, wait. (laughs) He was a cow shit salesman. Correction. He was some fertilizer salesperson. That was his job. And can we talk about that, though, for a minute? Because how much shit did that dude have to sell uh, to stay, to have a stay-at-home wife in California, no less, in a really cute house, because I still remember the photos of um, the baby's room and everything like that, because mm. they had it done. It was decorated. It's, it's heartbreaking. Uh, but something doesn't add up here. You know, Lacey, you know, rest her sweet soul. She should have run away from him instead of the other way around, you know? Well, okay. So thinking about Modesto, when I lived there, it was actually uh-huh. a lot of agriculture around. So yes. speaking of what type of fertilizer and who he was selling it to, maybe he was making good money. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It, but I was just saying it to be funny. Because, I mean, when you read the stories, he's a fertilizer salesman. It's basically like, cow shit. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're a fertilizer salesperson, that's going to be a real hard job title to hit up a girl here in Vegas. I'm just saying. <laughs> She's going to be like, it's not Ew. hot. It's Ew. not hot. No, yeah. Not hot. <laughs> um, so it actually didn't take long for the woman to come forward that he was cheating on or cheating with. Cheating with. Cheating with. So January 24th, a month after Lacey's reported missing, Amber Frey or Fry, I think it's Fry. Fry. It's Fry, Fry walks into the picture. Um, she confirmed she had a romantic relationship with Scott Peterson. They had met the November prior to Lacey going missing, but she claimed she actually didn't know he was married. Oh, they never know. Oh, but yeah. Stop. Well, it, she saw. So uh, another interesting piece is, is that after Lacey went missing, he and before after Lacey went missing, but before she came forward, he had called her and told her he was off in Paris with some imaginary people. And oh, yeah. Yeah. For for um oh gosh, uh New Year's. Yeah, New Year's. That's but he was actually was. in Mode- he was in Modesto making the phone call and he was going to a New Year like no, he was at the the lighting for Lacey. Right, that's where he was going. Yeah. Was, yeah. So um so she claimed that she didn't know any of this. But when she saw his picture on the news, she called police. So at this time Lacey's family realizes because they had told the police originally they didn't think Scott had anything to do with it, but they're now realizing they were wrong to trust him. And it's clear that he hasn't been truthful. Uh, duh. Uh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind, during this month and subsequent months, volunteers continued to search for Lacey. Like, they kept turning out and looking for her, which is, you know, the right thing to do. Right. So, I mean, hold the fucking phone, though. He only met this Amber chick one month prior to killing his wife yeah. and unborn son. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why I thought he had been cheating, like, for a long time. Maybe like, he cheated realize, before that. 
Yeah, but not with her. Not with her. Not that's. But not... I didn't realize it was such a you know short time window there. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, that I... makes the story even more like weird. Well, like, did he just fall that hard for this girl? I don't think so. Let, let's be honest. There's other stories that we know that we are not going to specify where we know of husbands who found that the excitement was no longer there very quickly <laughs> and left yeah. wives. So this is not an unheard of thing. Let's just yes. say, you know, yes. so true. Um, so skip forward a few months. And on April mm-hmm. 13th, the body of a baby boy was found on the shores of San on the, of the San Francisco Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, April 14th, a woman's body is found about a mile away from where the baby was found. And it's confirmed on April 18th that the bodies were those of Lacey Peterson, an unborn son who was going to be named Connor. Yeah. Hmm. but i remember reading about the condition of the body and um that that thought never leaves me my heart breaks for how brutal that murder must have been and you know that innocent baby being and and the mom being weighted down in that cold fucking bay it's just it's just disgusting how scott can continue to breathe and live with what he did um in my opinion just mine he is a walking monster right well i agree with you on that Um, As expected by all, Scott Peterson was charged with the murders and, of course, pled not guilty. Um, By the way, you'll love this. When he was arrested, Scott was on the way to a golf course to play around with some family members. Yeah. Again, not saying I know exactly how I would behave should my husband go missing. But four months isn't enough for me to straight up not care and start playing golf. That's just. Yeah. And he was down in San Diego, right? That's where he was when he was going on this golf trip or whatever. Right. He was headed to some uh, La Jolla golf club, apparently. Of course he was. Right. Right. Of course. So when he so when he got caught pretty fucking close to the Mexican border. Right. Right. Yeah. Now. (laughs) And of course, shocker, it took over a year to start the trial. Oh, oh, that's so stupid. Anyways. So about the year at that time, about a year after he was sentenced, I was working at uh, AIG and one of the douchebags that I worked with, I'm not going to say his name because quite honestly, I don't even know if I can remember that asshole's name. But anyways, he was chatting in the lunchroom being a big loudmouth as per usual. Um, and at the time, if you heard Scott Peterson's name, your ears just immediately perked up. You listened, right? I'm sure it's still a thing now, but it's not as prevalent because, you know, that case was 18 years ago. So this asshole was bragging about how he was fraternity brothers with Scott and how he got wronged in all this. And I was like, okay, time for me to go pretend, um, warm up my food. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just pull something out of the employee fridge here and warm it up so I can sit down and listen. So I sat down, I listened and the nerve of this piece of shit, let me just tell you, was that he knew, he also knew Lacey and, um, while they were dating and he talked about how demanding she was and how jealous she was, you know, most of the time with Scott. Well, (laughs) rightfully so obviously um but that he spent a lot of time with his friends again (laughs) duh like that's not shocking to me here's the kicker though the guy said and i quote if you ask me i think she pretty much asked for what she got i was like oh okay time for me to throw out my leftover lunch because I'm done. I can't eat anymore. And from that moment on, just knowing that this guy was a friend of Scott's told me all the truth I needed to know. Wow. I, I'm like, wow, dude, wow. you are unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Screw like serious sexist, sexist bullshit. That's insane. Like it's yeah. totally, so it's totally okay for Scott to have an affair because Lacey asked for it. And then of course murder her because he wasn't happy with her. Right. Man, that attitude, that's some shit that pisses me off. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm sorry. Her being bossy or jealous is normal shit. I'm not saying that all women are like that, but it's not like she, you know, Lacey, like Lacey was beating Scott or anything on a daily basis. And he could have got out of the relationship. You know, that's a total douchebag, you know, language. I And I never spoke to that guy ever, ever again. He became the office pariah. <laughs> you know, in fact, you know, he, he just... I don't know. He just is so stupid. You know, I don't know if the fraternity brother like um, lingos and things like that. And I know that they all have some sort of pack together. But I just feel like if you're saying it to be cool, it's not cool. No. This guy actually murdered some his wife and you knew them. And, and his baby. Shut up. Right. Yeah. Like no. how she deserved it. Oh, the baby deserved it too, dude. Like, I don't think so. Not okay. And I'm not saying all fraternity people, brothers, are like that. No. But it just, it just seems like a vast majority, sorry, you guys are douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the fraternity, I guess. That's but hilarious. Whatever fraternity Scott was in, douchebags. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now we know. <laughs> now we know. Um, okay, so let's talk evidence. I mean, let's not confuse things. I have no doubts on the douche's guilt, personally. No, like, no <laughs> doubts. But however, their physical evidence was pretty light in this case. Now, I, I don't know if you remember, but I do remember in the news, there was like this hypothesis that went around. And I don't know that I don't think it was introduced to in court because there was no proof of it, but that she, he had created cement weights because mm-hmm. obviously the bodies had been submerged for a long period of time and then somehow had broken free. But they couldn't actually find any proof of that. So I don't think it was ever shown like in court. But the one piece of physical evidence that, pre- that was presented was a single hair of Lacey's that was found in the pliers on Scott Peterson's boat. That was the one physical thing. A lot of other evidence is stuff that happened after Lacey went missing. One thing I definitely remember is how uh, Scott Peterson changed his appearance. Do you remember that? He (laughs) bleached his hair and grew a beard. And then um, he also added porn channels at home, like onto his cable, just days after Lacey disappeared. He had commented on selling the house and had traded her Land Rover for a new truck. Um, And so his behavior all screamed to someone who knew his wife was not coming home. I want to know what kind of poop he was peddling that he could afford a Land Rover too. Seriously, hell? we need to go pedal poop. I, you know what? Maybe we should move to Modesto. Mm-mm. <laughs> no way. You cannot make me go backwards. <laughs> I don't know. All the movies that have been made about this case, you know, they all pretty much say the same thing. Her hair is the only thing that ties this whole thing. Uh, but I also remember Scott's. Um, bleach hair job oh my god what an idiot he looks so stupid he did it was was dumb (laughs) it was to avoid the press he said but it looked like he was trying to be cool i don't know whatever yeah um on november 12th 2004 scott peterson was found guilty in the murders of his wife and unborn baby and then december 13th he was sentenced to death by a jury 2004 hold on that mofo is still alive Right. Well, as you know, especially death penalty cases like this, he had numerous appeals. And that uh, is the one that came around this year is why he's back in the news. Oh, Lord. This is why it should have happened in a state where the shit is legal. Just kill him. Oh, no. I think it's legal in California. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. But apparently the sentencing judge, he he fucked it up. So... Basically, like, a jury has to say, like, yes, we think you should get the death penalty, right? 
So that judge, he actually since then has passed away. But on August 24th of 2020, the Supreme Court of California upheld the conviction, but overturned the death penalty because apparently uh, the judge had dismissed any juror who had expressed anti-death penalty beliefs. And you, Mm. yeah, you can't stack the jury. (laughs) You're not allowed to do that, I guess. Impartial and stuff. Weird. I don't know. Okay, so he gets a free pass now to die in prison peacefully and asleep. Fuck that. Yep. Well, unless Bubba gets him first, let's hope for that. Let's hope. So that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms. And friends. Trying to keep our shit together. Lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids and animals alive. (laughs) And enjoy every (laughs) moment. (laughs) If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at momswhosaythefword. And remember, if you can't say something nice, come sit next to us. Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you like what you heard today, please leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these moms are fucking out. Out.